The Twitter Files, Part 6, written by Matt Taibbi. Twitter, the FBI subsidiary. The Twitter files are revealing more every day about how the government collects, analyzes, and flags your social media content. Twitter's contact with the FBI was constant and pervasive, as if it were a subsidiary. Between January 2020 and November 2022, there were over 150 emails between the FBI and former Twitter trust and safety chief, Yoel Roth. Some are mundane, like San Francisco agent Elvis Chan wishing Roth a happy new year, along with a reminder to attend our quarterly call next week. Others are requests for information into Twitter users related to active investigations. But a surprisingly high number are requests by the FBI for Twitter to take action on election misinformation, even involving joke tweets from low follower accounts. The FBI's social media task force, known as FTIF, created in the wake of the 2016 election, swelled to 80 agents and corresponded with Twitter to identify alleged foreign influence and election tampering of all kinds. Federal intelligence and law enforcement reached into Twitter included the Department of Homeland Security, which partnered with security contractors and think tanks to pressure Twitter to moderate content. It's no secret the government analyzes bulk data for all sorts of purposes, everything from tracking terror suspects to making economic forecasts. The Twitter files show something new. Agencies like the FBI and DHS regularly sending social media content to Twitter through multiple entry points, pre-flagged for moderation. What stands out is the sheer quantity of reports from the government. Some are aggregated from public hotlines. An example of an FBI El Paso tweet is screenshotted. The tweet reads, Election day protocol for FBI headquarters is to stand up a national election command post which provides a centralized location for accessing election-related threats. Status reports and complaints are tracked. Have a tip? Send it to tips.fbi.gov or this number. Protect your voice, protect your vote. An unanswered question. Do agencies like FBI and DHS do in-house flagging work themselves or farm it out? You have to prove to me that inside the fucking government, you can do any kind of massive data or AI search, says one former intelligence officer. Hello, Twitter contacts. The master canine quality of the FBI's relationship to Twitter comes through in this November 2022 email in which FBI San Francisco is notifying you that it wants action on four accounts. The screenshot reads, Hello, Twitter contacts. FBI San Francisco is notifying you of the below accounts which may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms and service for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within Twitter policy. The four accounts are at Jonathan One Wade, at from MA, at Mad and Pissed Off, and at Malt underscore Thomas. Best regards, Fred, FBI San Francisco. Twitter personnel in that case went on to look for reasons to suspend all four accounts, including at from MA, whose tweets are almost all jokes. See sample below, including his civic misinformation of November 8th. Attached is a screenshot of an email from Twitter to the FBI. It reads, Thanks, Patrick. I've escalated to Git for a first pass. FBI folks, I've reviewed this already from the TD perspective and suspended three of the accounts for multiple account abuse and ban evasion violations. Rodrigo, could you please review at from MA for possible civic misinformation or direct to the appropriate part of Git for their review? Thanks, Patrick. 
there are two attached screenshots of tweets from the user at from a the first reads i want to remind republicans to vote tomorrow wednesday november 9th the second tweet shows an image of a small ship with one standard sized shipping container on it the tweet reads proposed container ship if there's a world recession just to show the fbi can be hyper intrusive in both directions they also asked Twitter to review a blue-leaning account for a different joke, except here, it was even more obvious that at Claire Foster PhD, who kids a lot, was kidding. Screenshot. Hello, Twitter contacts. FBI San Francisco is notifying you of the below-account activities, which may potentially constitute violations of Twitter's terms and service for any action or inaction deemed appropriate within Twitter policy. Thank you. Catherine. Twitter post by user at Byram underscore Wade, display name Ultra MAGA, stated the following. Americans, vote today. Democrats, you vote Wednesday 9th. The tweet was posted on November 8th, 2022. Twitter account at Claire Foster PhD claimed in her posts that she is a bailout counter in her state and in additional posts states, for every negative comment on this post, I'm adding another vote for Democrats and... If you're not wearing a mask, I'm not counting your vote. Private Sector Engagement Squad, FBI, San Francisco. Anyone who cannot discern obvious satire from reality has no place making decisions for others or working for the feds, said Claire Foster, PhD, when told about the flagging. Of the six accounts mentioned in the previous two emails, all but two, Claire Foster, PhD, and from MA were suspended. In an internal email from November 5th, 2022, the FBI's National Election Command Post, which complies and sends on complaints, sent the San Francisco field office a long list of accounts that may warrant additional action. Screenshot of an internal FBI email. The National Election Command Post, NECP, is requesting assistance from San Francisco regarding coordination with Twitter. Specifically, NECP has been made aware of tweets by certain accounts that may warrant additional action due to the accounts being utilized to spread misinformation about the upcoming election. Specifically, NECP is requesting the following. 1. Coordination between San Francisco and Twitter to determine whether the accounts identified below have violated Twitter's terms of service and may be subject any actions deemed appropriate by Twitter. 2. The issuance of preservation letters regarding the accounts identified below in order to preserve subscriber information and content information pending the issuance of legal process. 3. Any location information associated with the accounts that Twitter will voluntarily provide to aid the FBI in assigning any follow-up deemed necessary to the appropriate FBI field office, followed by 25 Twitter accounts. Please let us know if you need additional information to process this request by replying to this email. Thanks, Michael. Agent Chan passed the list to his Twitter folks. Screenshot. Please see below list of Twitter accounts, which we believe are violating your terms of service by disseminating false information about the time, place, or manner of the upcoming elections. Let us know if you decide to take any actions against these accounts based on our tipper to you. Also, let us know if we need to issue a preservation letter as we intend to serve legal action process for these accounts. Thanks for your consideration. Regards, Elvis. Twitter then replied with its list of actions taken. Note, mercy shown to actor Billy Baldwin. Screenshot, email from Patrick Conlin to the FBI. Hi Elvis, thank you for your patience as our team assessed the accounts that you flagged. 
We've completed our review and taken the following actions on some of the accounts. Permanently suspended for policy violations, ban evasion, platform manipulation, excessive misinformation strikes, followed by seven accounts. Temporarily suspended for spam behaviors, followed by one account. Had tweets bounced for civic misinformation policy violations, followed by nine accounts. In regards to your question about a preservation letter, it is a good way to ensure that the data hasn't been purged from our systems before legal process is filled and processed. Externally, the contact for submitting those is the same. Thank you, Patrick. Many of the above accounts were satirical in nature, nearly all, with the exceptions of Baldwin and at RSB Network were relatively low engagement and some were suspended, most with a generic thanks Twitter letter, followed by a screenshot showing what those suspensions looked like along with example tweets from some of those accounts. Another screenshot shows what the appeal response from Twitter was to those users. Hello, we're writing to let you know that we have reviewed your appeal and your account features will remain locked or limited for the allotted time or pending completion of the assigned tasks due to violations of Twitter rules. Attempted voter suppression, including attempted voter intimidation or providing false information about voting or registering to vote or any unlawful activity is prohibited under our rules. You can view these guidelines at twitter.com slash rules. Thanks, Twitter. When told of the FBI flagging, Lexi Tola replied, My thoughts initially include, 1. Seems like prima facie, 1A violation. 2. Holy cow, me, an account with the reach of an amoeba. 3. What else are they looking at? I can't believe the FBI is policing jokes on Twitter. That's crazy, said Tiberius444. In a letter to former Deputy General Counsel and former top FBI lawyer Jim Baker, on September 16, 2022, legal exec Stasia Cardell outlines results from her soon-to-be weekly meetings with DHS, DOJ, FBI, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Screenshot. Email from Stasia Cardell to Jim Baker. The screenshot summary includes election-related work that she had completed on September 16th. The highlights are 1. Government Industry Sync, 2. Project Heron, 3. Civic Integrity Labeling, 4. Account Security Updates, 5. Board Update, 6. Escalations, and 7. Policy Comms. The Twitter exec writes she explicitly asks if there were impediments to the sharing of classified information with industry. The answer? FBI was adamant. No impediments to sharing exist. This passage underscores the unique, one big happy family vibe between Twitter and the FBI. What other firm would the FBI blithely agree to no impediments to classified information? At the bottom of the letter, she lists a series of escalations apparently raised at the meeting, which were already handled. About one, she writes, flagged a specific tweet on Illinois use of modems to transmit election results in possible violation of the civic integrity policy, except they don't use that tech in limited circumstances. Another internal letter from January 2021 shows Twitter execs processing an FBI list of possible violative content tweets. Screenshot attached. Here, too, most tweets contained the same get out there and vote Wednesday trope and had low engagement. This is what the FBI sends this time on. Screenshot. Susan United We Stand tweets. So, Cuomo wants to imprison suspected COVID carriers force vaccinations without due process, things power-hungry madmen would do. B. Gates responds, This is the future, guys, if the Dems get full control. 
If you are in Georgia, you better vote Wednesday. In this March 2021 email, an FBI liaison thanks a senior Twitter exec for the chance to speak to you and the team, then delivers a packet of products. Screenshot. Hi, Stasia. It was great speaking with you and the team at Twitter last week. I wanted to flag a few products that were released today and earlier in the week that may be of assistance to Twitter. Let us know if you have any questions. Kindly. Redacted. The executive circulates the products, which are really DHS bulletins stressing the need for greater collaboration between law enforcement and private sector partners. Screenshot from Stacia Cardell. Please see the products the FBI Office of Public Sector just provided to us. Please feel free to share with your teams. Russian malign influence use of permissive social media platforms. Heightened domestic violent extremist threat to persist in 2021. Iranian influence efforts primarily use online tools to target U.S. audiences remain easily detachable for now. Thanks, Stasia. The ubiquity of the 2016 Russian interference story as stated pretext for building out the censorship machine can't be overstated. It's analogous to how 9-11 inspired the expansion of the security state. Screenshot. Office of Intelligence and Analysis Intelligence Brief. Foreign Influence. Russian malign influence use of permissive social media platforms. We assess that Russian malign influencers probably will increasingly use U.S. social media platforms that offer more permissive operating environments. We base this assessment on the reduced effectiveness of Russian influence operations on established U.S. social media platforms and current Russian proxy activity on these growing U.S. platforms. Our assessment is also based on the assumption that Russian malign influences see operational advantages in sites with less active effort to ban false information, offensive language, and inauthentic behavior. While the DHS and its products pans permissive social media for offering operational advantages to Russians, it also explains that the domestic violent extremist threat requires addressing information gaps. Screenshot. Information gaps and challenges associated with the individualized nature of radicalization could be partially mitigated with increased collaboration between law enforcement, terrorism prevention efforts, and private sector partners. We judge these partnerships would improve our ability to detect changes in DVE trends and provide early warning of potential attacks. FBI in one case sent over so many possible violative content reports, Twitter personnel congratulated each other in Slack for the monumental undertaking of reviewing them. Screenshot. Anyone help reviewing the tweets forwarded in FBI report on possible violative content? Plus one, we can help on SI. Screenshot, thank you all so much for your help, a monumental undertaking. There were multiple points of entry into Twitter for government flagged reports. This letter from Agent Chan to Roth references Teleporter, a platform through which Twitter could receive reports from the FBI. The letter reads in this screenshot, Twitter folks, I just got something hot off the press today. Please be on the lookout for a teleporter message from me with two documents to download. Thanks. Elvis. Reports also came from different agencies. Here, an employee recommends bouncing content based on evidence from DHS, etc. Screenshot. Resharing this as it doesn't look as they were actioned yesterday. Given the evidence we received from DHS, etc., I'd lean towards batting the URL and bouncing the videos, to be honest, given the accusations but relatively low visibility. State governments also flagged content. Twitter, for instance, received reports via the Partner Support Portal, an outlet created by the Center for Internet Security, a partner organization to the DHS. Why was no action taken? 
Below, Twitter execs receiving an alert from California officials by way of our partner support portal debate whether to act on a Trump tweet. Screenshot from Redacted. Hi team, the CASOS vote reported a URL by Donald Trump. I've pasted their ask below. They are requesting feedback on the tweet and why Twitter didn't take any action. Ballots in California are only counted by local election officials in an open and transparent process. This tweet undermines voters' confidence that their vote will be fairly and properly counted. Please see relevant election codes with the codes attached. Yes, the entire process, from the opening of the vote-by-mail ballot envelopes to the counting of the ballots on election night, is open to the public. Contact your local election official for more information on observing the process on election night. Additionally, to test the accuracy of counting machines prior to the official certification of election results, each county election official must conduct a public manual count of the ballot cast in 1% of the precincts or a two-part public manual count. The ballots counted are chosen at random by the election official. Jurisdictions count ballots through a detailed process in EC. To clarify, is there ask for Twitter to review or to explain why no action was taken upon a previous review? Why no action was taken? This report came in through our partner support portal. Screenshot, Donald J. Trump tweet. California hired a purely sleepy Joe Democrat firm to count and harvest votes. No way Republicans get a fair shake. Lawyers, get started. At GOP leader, California is in big trouble. Vote Trump and watch the greatest comeback of all time. Also, New York and Illinois, go for it. Here, a video was reported by the Election Integrity Project, EIP, at Stanford, apparently on the strength of information from the Center for Internet Security, CIS. Screenshot. Redacted. This is a very long and legal-heavy video, but essentially it claims the PA election workers opened the inner envelopes on ballots before Election Day and called people to correct their ballots prior to Election Day. According to CIS, escalated via EIP, the video misrepresents 1. PA law, 2. the PA Supreme Court decision, and 3. the affidavits shown in the video, details in the thread. Thoughts on how to handle this one? Redacted. Details from CIS. The law doesn't prohibit curing, it prohibits curing prior to 7A on election day. The author misrepresents this by stating that the officials can't contact voters, whereas they can't do so until pre-canvassing starts. The author misrepresents the PASC decision by stating voters are not forbid from curing ballots. PASC simply stated the law didn't require officials to offer any opportunity to cure. On the affidavits, these folks were contacted about having an opportunity to cure a ballot. In none of the examples did the affidavits state that the election official called them and said the voter-specific ballot needed curing. The author of the video misrepresented this and claimed otherwise. If that's confusing, it's because the CIS is a DHS contractor, describes itself as partners with the Cyber and Internet Security Agency, CISA, at the DHS. The EIP is one of a series of government-affiliated think tanks that mass review content, a list that also includes the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensics Research Laboratory and the University of Washington's Center for Informed Policy. The takeaway? What most people think of as the deep state is really a tangled collaboration of state agencies, private contractors, and sometimes state-funded NGOs. The lines become so blurred as to be meaningless. Twitter Files researchers are moving into a variety of new areas now. Watch at Barry Weiss, at Schellenberger MD, 
and this space for more soon.